When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Anna Davis. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Keith Dover with me this evening. How are you, Keith? I'm in a very good mood tonight, Alan. Very good mood. Keith has been supporting Arsenal since 1887. That's absolutely correct. And on this very day, I remember Herbert Chapman calling me into his office and said, I advocate cleaning your teeth with hot water. I didn't know what to say at that point. I just so I said, it's a fair point well made, Herb. I'll just go and clean some football beds. <laughs> <laughs> he was a strange little man like that, but you know, he, he was one of these people who he was an innovator. He was an innovator. He took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, he was an innovator. And speaking of innovators, Ian yeah, he Stone is, is here. <laughs> Hello, he is. An Hello, innovator. nice to be here. Nice <laughs> to be here. Very nice to be here after an away win. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. But before we get to that, oh, yeah. do you use warm or cold water to brush your teeth? Cold. Yeah, I use cold, and you know it's very dangerous to use warm water because dangerous. bacteria could survive. Yeah, you can't use, you shouldn't have the hot water in your mouth. Bacteria could survive in that. It's a, it's a temperature is very important. Chapman mm-hmm. there gave him a bum steer. All right, that's rather the same as his heroin for the goalkeeper plan. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it made him quite calm at corners, didn't it? I'm a little bit concerned actually that I am actually drinking tea at the moment. Is that a danger to me? No, because it's been boiled. It's been boiled. Because ah. it's been boiled. It's been boiled, yeah. So, oh, see. so it's got to, so boiling water would be yeah. technically that would okay. Hurt. Well, that would hurt. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. But there must be a point where the, no, the water has to be thing. below a certain temperature. Wow. I think it's, yeah, below a certain temperature. That's why the cold. You, you should drink from the hot tap because it's above mm. a temperature at which other bacteria can survive that are harmful. I'll tell you what, so, I'm yeah. sick of bacteria, aren't you? Yeah, I really have had it I've with had bacteria. <laughs> it's, yeah, I can do one. It's getting a life threatening as well. <laughs> but if I see bacteria, I'm going up my mate's nose and I say, Oi, bacteria! <laughs> no! No! <laughs> <laughs> I respect your way that you can jump from one person to another, but. <laughs> All royalties uh, to. Harry Enfield. Now, uh, what was I going to say to you, gentlemen? Oh, yes. 1 0 to the Arsenal. 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 It's back. I know. It's back. The old ways are back. Dig in, edit away, clear it, Miriam. Everyone digging in, battling, and we go up and we pinch a 1 0 for the first time in the league for 14 years at Old Trafford. Absolutely marvellous. Mustafi made the difference, though, didn't he? Let's be fair. <laughs> I tell you what, I never thought I'd say El Nenny. What a performance! It's magnificent. Great. Magnificent performance. Yes, yes. But it's also the first time I've had a proper look at uh, Thomas Party, mm. and he's a, he's the real deal, isn't he? Absolutely, I mean, it's really so sort of well balanced on the. He's uh, he's uh, seems able to make decisions quickly, weave away from people, short passes inside outside of the foot, lots of pace. You know what it is, Al. He makes everyone around him better. He makes them all better. El Nene never looked that good next to Xhaka or uh, or whoever, but Partey, <laughs> he. Um, well, El you know, I'm not having a go at Xhaka. Doing very well, but I mean. Yeah. It, the player that I didn't think of until right this second was was Danny Ceballos, interestingly. Yeah. Um, Party's come in and it's a it's a new level. Very solid at the back. Were you impressed with the the back three? I I was very impressed. I mean, you just uh, the way that Holding and Tierney. Uh, I mean, Holding particularly, he was getting stuck in, and it was nice to hear people getting clattered early on in the game. 
I was listening on the radio yet again, and it was great to hear, you know, that we got stuck in. We weren't intimidated. And Let them know you're there, Keith. That's exactly. What it is. They did. And well, there was yeah. one moment where Rashford turned and nutmegged Holding, and uh, Holding just knocked him over. Yep. Just yeah. Knocked, put his arse into him and knocked him over. He didn't get a booking for that, did he? He got a booking later on, I think, but not for that. I'm not yeah. sure when he got his booking. I think Gabriel was a bit unlucky to get a booking. There were a lot of cards being flashed around. Mike Dean was Dean. the ref. It's Mike Dean. He carded Aubameyang for going off t- too slowly when he was substituted. <laughs> I, I mean, like that, though. You, I can like add, that. you can add the time on, Mike. Did you know you were allowed to add that time on? <laughs> There's 30 seconds allowed for a substitution. That's the point. I know. You can add the time on, mate. But you that's know, just like he gets the amp, doesn't he, Mike Dean? And then he starts puffing his chest out. He's, he's, do you, you know, I was watching when they took the knee at the beginning of the game. He does it in a slightly exaggerated fashion, I feel. I think there's something a bit, this take the knee is all about me. I was watching him, I thought you twat. Did he put his arms out like in a dramatic, I'm now taking the knee? Yeah, it was just, there was something a bit theatrical about it to me. It's a little bit of virtue signalling going on. Yeah, that's right. He took the knee. That's what I did. The exponent, of course, famously of the look away red card. <laughs> yeah, he didn't give. He gave us the penalty at Old Trafford. He didn't give Man United one. I know. What was People that were saying, all about? How twenty? How twenty twenty is that? Well, do you know what? When the, I was watching on TV, and when that happened, I was looking at my phone trying to find things for this podcast, and and I looked at. He's pointing at the spot, and and I can see Bellerin and Pogba on the floor, and I'm thinking, Oh no, Bellerin's found Pogba. <laughs> and then I thought, Hang on a minute, that's De Gea. That's the other end. <laughs> They showed the replay, and uh, there's Hector in the box again. He spends his life in the box these days, yeah. doesn't he? Definitely. So he plays, it, he plays in there. Yeah, gave, gave him a little, uh, little clip Cobber, on the back Cobber of the was not getting that ball, and he, uh, stupid challenge, mm. put it away nicely. Very, very happy with that. Well, we'd had some chances before. They're not great. Oh, well, Aubameyang had a, had a good, you know, one-on-one. Well, I must say, the opening half was... Yeah. Perhaps Tedious. the worst game of football that I've ever watched. Oh, and, no, no. And, uh, no, I mean, te- the technical level was excellent. And the interplay and the passing and the standard of play and all that. But there was one shot on the goal in the entire first half <laughs> from uh, from Greenwood from an angle that Leno blocked. And, it, oh, my God, it's dire. But we, we've now had three of these games in a row with Man City, haven't we, and Leicester and these sort of dogged... Nil one, two nil ones and a one nil, but we do. It did feel like in this one that we're on the like someone's going to get it in a minute. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's one of those. You think we've had you so think... many tough fixtures. We have had Liverpool and away and, and Leicester, Manchester City. Then even in the League Cup, we had Liverpool. We had Liverpool in the Cherry Shield. We had Leicester away in the in the League Cup. We've had all these games. Even in the at home, we had Sheffield United. Although they're having a terrible time, they're still difficult. Yeah. But in a, in a minute, someone's going to get it because I'm looking at some of our players. The standard of play of Partey, and then he's on good form. Saka, Abamian was getting more into the middle. It worked a bit better, I thought. We got Willian on the ball a lot more than we did against City. Lacazette City. was terrific. Lacazette did well today, and you know what? If you'd have said one point of second place, which is what we are after the first <laughs> set, yeah, we are, we're eighth, but we are one point of second place. Yeah, but okay, <laughs> numbers, numbers don't lie, Al. Numbers don't lie. If Chris Whitty has taught us anything, mate. Yeah, but had we, had we have lost a day, we'd have dropped down to 15th. That doesn't matter. I was laughing out loud when I kept saying, this is Arsenal's first win against the big six team. They're not big, they're bottom six, mate. <laughs> 15th currently. What we've got is an away win against someone in the bottom six. Yeah, we've so, beaten Fulham and Man United. Well this done, is, yeah, teams, uh, teams struggling against relegation. That's This is an absolute flat track bully stock in trade. <laughs> The top six is a different matter. Yeah, when we go to Wolves, that's when it's going to get difficult. Very no, much but so. Still, it's a decent. It's decent considering the fixtures we've had, you know. And he's still trying to integrate players. Partey's only just got there. I'm liking what Partey. I'm seeing. I'd like to see Pepe on there instead of Woody Ann, personally. But you know, well, I'm, Ma- I'm Manchester United have been, been on the back of a good run, so they, their confidence was up. Ours was low, and we we've well, they did beat Leipzig five 0 the other night, and yes. Leipzig are currently top of the Bundesliga. Yeah. 
So I was a little bit, oh, no, because I tired, said the other day, oh, you know what will happen, you know what will happen, they'll be on form. When we play them, they'll, they'll just come into form. And he was right. <laughs> and uh, But actually, he doesn't seem to know Solskjaer still, does he? I mean, I'm sort of part, slightly reluctant to go on too long tonight because I just really would like to get on the phone and listen to the United fans. <laughs> but Solskjaer doesn't really know what to do, does he? He tries a diamond, then he changes it at half-time. He's got some good players there, but... He's got, but he's got about five centre-forwards, Six central midfield players, three right back. I mean, this is squad's all a mess. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's five different managers for them. But what I thought was interesting, we dominated the midfield in that game in the mm. main. Well, Not maybe totally the last did. twenty minutes, but that's Partey. Partey has made a big and, difference. And El Nini, and El Nini, El Nini was fantastic. He's and mobile. His first time passing is really crisp. Yeah. He gets amongst people. His energy levels. He's still sprinting in the in the eighty fifth minute. Fantastic performance from El Nenny. Well, that's what Dion Dublin was saying on the radio. He says El Nenny's doing all the scrappy work. He said he's digging in and he said, he, you know, and he was really praising his performance and you could hear it. It was all, you know, like, uh, what was that? What, that guy used to do all that. The guy who Sean used to slag off all the time, was he? Oh, Gilberto Silva. Gilberto Silva, yeah. But that's what Silva would do. He'd do all <laughs> He's all supposed to be Brazilian. Stuff. He wanted him to be like Ronaldinho. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was upset that he was Brazilian. His first touch wasn't quite what he should be. Oh, my God. What a player he was. Yeah, and on the, rate, on the TV, Gary Neville was talking about our shape a lot and saying how good the shape was. And I think mm. Arteta's gotten very disciplined. You know, our defending is a lot better than it used to be. And Gabriel's immense. I mean, what a buy. Genuinely, twenty-three yeah. million for him. Yeah, I mean, heck. yeah he does look. We've the part, got one, doesn't he? We've yeah. got one. If Saliba well, we've got turns two, out, because Party looks good as well, doesn't he? Yeah, but if Saliba turns out to be the, uh, to also at that level, which I'm hoping, we're starting to have a spine, which is what we need. Uh, now, gentlemen, uh, I have to um, break off this podcast to introduce the latest product from Manscaped, who have released a thing called the Weed Whacker. I'm holding it up to you here, the box. You can see the weed whacker. Um, I know you're both uh, in possession uh, of a a ball trimmer. Um, I'm sure that... I know, Keith, you've used the ball trimmer. I have, and it's a great product. It's really neat because, you know, at first I've never really looked at it too much down there, but since I got the uh, ball (laughs) trimmer... I realised yeah. it did actually need trimming, and it's yeah, yeah and it's, it's and you and you went ahead and did that. Did I you? did it. You got a light on there. It's really nice in the hand. It's a good tool to use. It's and it comes in a great box. It really is a great piece what, of. Uh, what, what, where, what room in the house did you do? Did you do this in, or did you go down the end of the garden? In the bedroom, because on the wall yeah. I've got a full length mirror, so I wanted to get a bit of a you know look there. I didn't want to. But it's, oh, it's, it's a smooth... I've been a little bit sick in my mouth. It's it's I'm just about to have dinner, for Christ's sake. What are you doing? It's a smooth action. It's a great piece of kit. It comes with a lovely carrying case you've got. Uh, it's And it's really smooth. It glides around the whole testicle area and the pubic regions. It's, honestly, it looks good, feels good. I thoroughly, well, the whole Manscaped products are fantastic. And the, well, you'll, you'll be pleased to know I'm, this is the sound of the the slightly more gentle sound of the weed the weed whacker. But this one has got a oh, this is a nine thousand RPM motor powered three hundred and sixty degree rotary dual blade system mm. with an intelligently contoured design, enhancing the trimming experience. It's the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. Are you going to stick this up your nose for an hour and a half? I've got, I've got a sizable nose, and I couldn't... You, 90 minutes would be too It'd much. Be, this will be in a post in the morning, mate. <laughs> Listen, no woman you know. wants to look at a bloke who looks like a walrus. Trust me. If you've got to, you've got to have one of these... Trust products. you, Keith. Stick it up the bugle. If you Mate, look like a walrus, I think nasal hair is the least of your issues. I tell you, no. Get back in the seat. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Mm. You will get a replaceable blade every three months. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turn-off. Well, yes, I'm sure that's true. We're all of a sort of an age where we have to tend (laughs) these things. And, you know, I regularly tend these things. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. You don't mean clean-shaven pubes. You mean (laughs) clean-shaven scrotum. (laughs) 
Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TUESDAY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use Lovely. the code TUESDAY. Whack your weeds. Uh, they've also sent me um, some crop mop ball wipes. They are refreshing ball wipes. I'm holding up the packet here. That's what that rustling is, yeah. listener. Um, so, for exciting times. Uh, they're very good. <laughs> oh, it's a good product that Manscaped people I, have nailed it. I've got to say, I don't know. I mean, we've just done back-to-back episodes where Arsene Wenger's given us his time, his wisdom, anecdotes and stories from a life in football, utterly engrossing. The following week, what do we get? Manscaped again. <laughs> you know all, what, I, well, all I can say well, is I'm just grateful for the, for anything. Listen, I'm happy I've raised the bar. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of men out there who are going to thank us for this, mate. They is are. that a use of saving? It might <laughs> exactly. be. Yeah. <laughs> it does look, I've, no, I haven't used it, but it does look nice, the product. And there's a lots of different bits in yeah, there. Yeah, I love bits. I didn't realise I, I needed bits. I, I love accessories. Right. If you get. Et- well, you have to let us know how you get on. Not okay. you, Keith. <laughs> hey, I'm using that ball trimmer all the time, mate. There's very little hair left on me. Well, only that on the head, but the rest of the body. Oh, the cat. Smooth as a goose. Now, Saliba, I read, as, uh, it's good news out of the camp mm. this week because Saliba's uh, English is improving. And uh, so that's good. He, he now understands. Away! He understands. <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid. Get rid, get of rid it. Billy. Let him know you're But uh, the, my disappointing <laughs> thing about that is uh, his arrival in London to play for the Arsenal hasn't come as a shock to him. He's been, he's been an Arsenal player for nearly a year and a half. So could he not have got on the English lessons a bit earlier? <laughs> I mean, like a year and a half ago, maybe, it's hard. when he Don't... signed. It's very difficult to prize a footballer away from their PlayStation. It's uh, it takes a lot of work, a bit of crowbar, a couple of psychiatrists. Like, Can you get off that bloody thing? Psychiatrist and a crowbar. Yeah. I mean, how many languages do we speak between us? I mean, to be fair, and he's eighteen. We're not, we're not playing centre half in the French league, are we? <laughs> no, you're right. That is absolutely right. We're not. No, I know what you mean. Although clubs are pestering me night and day. <laughs> Get your agent, just leave me alone, all right? We're going back in lockdown. So I was, listen, you know what? You're right. Probably should have learned English. But um, Arteta can speak to him in about five different languages, can't he? So hopefully they'll find a common one. Well, this Thursday night, we've got all these. I didn't realise that Holding was fit. It was very, very good news that he was fit. Yes. And uh, because Mustafi and Kajaka had to play. The game the other night against Dundalk. Oh, that was another... That was, oh, that, was, was okay. that was quite funny. You know what they reminded me of? I used to go and watch Gillingham in Division 3 in yeah. the 80s. That's what they reminded me of. Mm. Quite heavy set. No, and, yeah, uh, heavy set, but you know what? They didn't commit a single foul for the Not a single game. foul. That's where they oh, went wrong. They should have. <laughs> but, um, Andy Hessenthaler would have been having a go, wouldn't he? <laughs> but they were quite limited, weren't they? And, and our young lads really had... A, Time of their lives. So Willock, Willock was, was outstanding. Yeah, mm. uh, Reese Nelson, breaking my heart, he can't get any minutes in the first team. He's so it's fantastic, yeah. uh, Reese Nelson. Yeah. Uh, and and Pepe played well. But then we had Jacka at the back with Kalasinac, and then later on El Nenny was there, and we had no centre backs. So we play uh, Mulder on Thursday, and it does seem like an opportunity to. Play Saliba. I would give, say so. Just play Saliba. You've got I to give him ninety so. minutes and oh. see. Yeah. Uh, in the in the first team, he played. Uh, I understand for the under twenty threes on Friday night against Liverpool. Don't ask me what the score was. Um, but so that's you know he's he's involved rather than looking to loan him out, which was the, the talk. Yeah, yeah. No, listen. This was a big result today for us to go up there and win that game. To win it one nil, solid performance, get yeah. what we deserved, and and you know I'm I'm I've been feeling good anyway this season, but this is really. I'm and like, it okay, wasn't a sort of a bank raid, was it? It wasn't what Leicester no, did no, to no. us. No, we with were what I'm hearing. Team. Every time I hear about football now, all I hear about is the low block, the low block. When did that start being a thing? It's just called parking the bus. I mean, it's been parking the bus for about <laughs> fifteen years. Yeah. And then try and nick one on the break. And that's what they did, and we got done by them. And it, yeah. you could tell it hurt it hurt Arteta to be done like that. But that's not what we did to United. In the first 15 minutes, we were playing in their in their final third. We dominated them for dominated most of the first half. And, and deserved to go ahead when we did. And then 
it was a bit all hands to the pump when it, at the end. Why would they take off Greenwood when they're desperate for a goal? I just don't understand the substitutions. Why Who have they got that guy? Oh, they brought Cavani on. They brought Cavani on. They've got that Dutch guy from Ajax, yeah, who is Beek, yeah. a sensational attacking yeah. midfielder. We saw him throughout that run in the Champions League season before last. You're sticking, still sticking with Fred and McTominay yeah. and Matic is coming on and these guys have... Oh, I'd really have to, a bit baffles me. Give us some credit, Noel. Give us. I thought we were really solid today. I mean, they had one half chance to hit the post because it came off El Nene. But I mean, well, Leno it came didn't off have to El Nene and hit, uh, Leno in and the, hit the goalkeeper. But, El but El Leno yeah. didn't have to make. He didn't have to make many uh, many saves, no. did he? And that was us. That was the shape and the way that it's they played. A, yeah, it was very, it was well. a very, very good uh, away win. A dominant away win. It yes. leaves us a point off uh, second. <laughs> <laughs> and we never have to hear that Man City thing again. I know that they're not a top six. We also uh, should say a point out we're a point of ninth. <laughs> I think positivity at this time is what is required. By the way, Tottenham kick off in six minutes. Oh, God, oh, let's, finish, go. let's finish now. Let's finish now. <laughs> Why are we doing this? I am not looking up. at it. I'm not <laughs> looking at it, right? I'm, not, I'm certainly not paying £40.95. No, no. So I've. To see Harry Kane and Son <laughs> racking up goals again. <laughs> no, let's not. So do we're that. not. We're totally uh, ignoring that. Oh, it'll be about eight nil by the end of this podcast, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Keith, I got a message. I got a message. Ramesh says hello, right? Oh yes. And he goes, "Can you ask Keith not to rinse me again, right?" And I, I said, him. <laughs> "I said I'll pass on the message, but I'm not sure it'll elicit the response that you're hoping for." <laughs> I didn't know I'd rinsed our man. Well, <laughs> apparently you did. Oh, okay. wow. Ramesh, consider yourself unrinsed. I would never rinse you again. <laughs> what? No. I don't know what this is referring to. I don't either. I <laughs> don't clue. either, Ron. On, the, on this podcast? Apparently on this podcast. Oh, yes. didn't we? Met, we might have mentioned it. Sounds to me that Ramesh is deployed. Uh, Ramesh Ranganathan is a friend of the Tuesday Club. Yes. Uh, he shares a season ticket in our block and he has attended... Uh, two fixtures in three seasons. I believe, yes. But I think he's also been in the Royal Box, and perhaps in the dugout with Arthur. Uh, uh, he's Ulai got run out in the Europa League, I believe. He's, yeah, he's been on the subs bench. Ten minutes away to Cologne, so he's, he's you know he gets access. But anyway, uh, Robbish, good to know that one of your staff is uh, tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be John then, won't it? Uh, Very probably but, will be. Uh, yeah. You know, if we'd have got that goal that was chalked off, you know, against Leicester, which was a joke. That was a goal, right? That was a goal. That was a joke. Well, at the very least, it should go to VAR. Yeah. Because I've seen seen it a lot lately where there was one in the match today when I I can't remember, I think it was Greenwood anyway, one of theirs ran in behind and he was obviously offside, quite a long ball forward, he's obviously offside and they let him go into the box to see if he was going to stick it in the net and Greenwood was capable of doing that. And then when he didn't, they pulled it back. So, well, I couldn't understand it. It, it, it. it was clear from behind the goal that Xhaka's not impeding or in the way of the goalkeeper. No, of course. If no one's in the way of the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper can see Lacazette. He can see the corner. He can see the header. No one's touching him. No one's in his way. And he can't stop it. It's just flash past him. It's a goal. The two lads behind him who are offside, they're doing their absolute utmost to not to touch the, the ball and get out of the way. Yeah. And, I mean, really, that is a goal. That's 1-0. Well, and I find it upsetting. Do you remember the Liver- there was a game against Liverpool about, I don't know, six, seven years ago where Ramsey scored a perfectly good goal that was flagged offside early on in the game. And it ended up 0-0. It was a very exciting 0-0. But it was sort of spoiled for me because I thought, that was onside. And obviously what happened was we all got texts and mates going onside. And I'm well, going, that's I'm not what it used new. to be like. This mm. is why we all wanted VAR, because it used to be the case, if you were in the stadium back in those lovely days, that you everyone in the ground would know, because their mates were texting them or whatever, whether yeah. a goal should have stood or not. And the only person who didn't know was the ref. <laughs> so really, we used to joke about it, say the ref just needs his mobile in his pocket to say to his mate, text me, text me if I've got one wrong. Yeah, I'll put it you on know. vibrate in my pocket. Put it on vibrate, put it two rings, and I'll know it's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Just text it. me. Yeah. If he could just say, hang on a minute. Was it a go? Ref, ref, it's a go. Hang on a minute. Hang just on a minute. Fo- just going to phone a friend. <laughs> That would do it, though, wouldn't it? Remember when Lampard saw oh, that phone, one? Oh, he's on the phone. When... Mind you, you could never <laughs> get a signal at the Emirates. Get a signal at the Emirates yeah. <laughs> but I remember when Lampard had that one that was over the line in the World Cup game. Everyone knew. Yeah. The entire stadium knew because they could see it with their eyes. Um, yeah. All the players knew as well. Everyone watching at home knew. The whole of planet Earth, the estimated television audience of two billion people, all knew. knew the it only was a person goal. who didn't know was the ref. It was a joke, and, yeah, and that's why they joke. bought in. That's why they but bought in goal line technology for that of reason. All, of all the people that could happen to, that was yeah. not funny. <laughs> there is that. There is that. Yes. But yeah, no. I just felt when when Lacazette when that goal didn't wasn't given. I just. I don't know. It, it sort of affected them a little bit, I thought. First goal was very important in that. It's so important in so that. So that game. Ramsey one, so if that was seven years ago. So we'll we'll reconvene in 2027 and we'll talk about the Lacazette <laughs> header against Leicester <laughs> with, during with the COVID not... epidemic when we lost 1-0 at home first time we lost at Leicester since 1997. Yeah. i tell you something <laughs> yeah. about that game, though. When you're listening on the radio, oh, my God, it was painful because, you know, Vardy comes on, he scores, and the commentator, she said it was a free header. When I see the goal on television, she didn't exactly say how free that header was. The fact that there was absolutely no one, absolutely repeat, no one near him. Now, Alan Stoney, you know about formations, etc., and tactics. You're much better than that. <laughs> Do we? I, I just see, I just see eleven guys in red and white running around, occasionally cheering me up, occasionally making me very sad. But. <laughs> So what is wrong with the tactic of saying when Vardy comes on to Mustafi, just stand next to him. I, every time Vardy looks around, I want him to see your face. I want him to be, you want going to be his shadow. Just, but there was no one, if you're going to... Well, what that was, what? Gabriel was next to him. Yeah. But decided to un- stop. under the winger, absolutely did Granite Jacker and was away. Oh, so he had, to, he had to he had to come over. Across. And then Mustafi lost his man, but you know what? We knew we know he can do that. Hey, and it's yeah, we, we've had a little bit of trouble, haven't we? The... Going forward and creating mm. chances. We're right down the league table in shots attempted, and yeah, our goals column is yeah. poor. Abamyang's had eight shots all season. All season, it's unbelievably low, isn't it? <laughs> Abamyang scoring today was a big moment. I thought, by the way, he hadn't scored for five games. Mm. It's nice to see him get one. Well, I really am pleased. Yeah, he took it well. We was having this conversation. We saying, "What is it when we sign, uh, re-sign them on a big contract?" They decide to go off the boil at the very point the ink is drying then everything goes pear-shaped you know can happen well I felt like in the last game against City and maybe the Leicester game too there, there was I remember Henri saying when he, when he went to Barca um, Guardiola played him in that position on the left of a front three and he was required at times rather like Raheem Sterling and Messi to stay very very wide to stay oh, yeah. out on the touchline yeah, yeah, yeah. and he didn't want to be out he wanted to come in and affect the game he's a great player and he did come in and affect the game he came in and scored a goal and then at half time he got a rollicking and was subbed <laughs> so, because <laughs> the discipline the they, shape. they break the pitch up into squares don't they and everyone knows where everyone's meant to be and Arteta's you know it's a, it's a it's a whole new approach to management from the Arsene Wenger days of trying to get them to express themselves and find some organic way of carrying the ball forward and in a blizzard of artistry and invention and and this is much more kind of formulate you do this and this and this and everyone knows where they're supposed to be and they rehearse and rehearse and rehearse almost like it's a play but today Oba wasn't so much chalk on his boots that little withdrawn centre forward role and Willian and Aubameyang playing more centrally and all the width was coming from From Bellerin and Saka and so you could see Aubameyang getting a bit more on the ball and Willian was more on the ball they were both much more involved and that was one of the reasons why we dominated Manchester United that and the fact that we won the ball back so quickly and actually when they got the ball and couldn't get out it was very reminiscent of playing City or playing Barca and that we're when doing you, that to them. We're the doing press. that to them. Right. We, you remember that? The frustration of you just couldn't get three passes together and get out of your own half? Yeah. That's what he's yeah. bringing in. The next thing he needs to bring in is Lionel Messi, and then we'll be cruising. <laughs> we are away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm definitely encouraged. I mean, I have, I've been like this all season, but I'm, I'm looking at him. I'm liking what he's trying to do. The players are all, they're bought into it, haven't they? And, um, you know... 
we're doing it. We're one point off second. <laughs> yeah, well, what we learn is, you know, when you say they're bought into it, if you don't do it, you, you're out. Well, Mezit was on the uh, Mezit was on Twitter today, going big game, lads. He's not What's a fan. He? <laughs> he's just sitting there like a fan. Probably do you think he's big... doing it, Mezit? Oh, no, the like Robbie Shrangadafin. He's got his staff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boy. Tweet do you me. think he's? Do you think Mezit's sending those tweets? I don't know. He's got nothing else to do. Has there's, he? T- there's <laughs> no way. But uh, no, lads. The last time we won. In the league, that is, mm-hmm. at uh, Old Trafford, was 14 years ago in September. Um, do you want to have a stab at the team? Adebayor was in the team. Adebayor is one of them. There's 10 to go. Wiltord? Right. Uh, no. Wiltord? Oh. No, no. Um, who was the goalkeeper? Well, Jens would be the goalkeeper, Jens, wouldn't he? Jens, Jens would be goal. the goalkeeper. Jens Lehmann in goal. Lauren right would be... Lauren? Right back? No. Lauren? No, not, not Lauren. Oh, OK. So... Uh, Hector's not in the team yet. No. Oh, I don't oh. know who's the right back. You can't have forgotten this man. <laughs> well, if this it turns man, out he I wore am. his heart on his sleeve. <laughs> One of the most um... emotional, crazy maniacs to ever. Oh, it's Colo Toure. Colo Toure and Gallas were both there, but no. No, it, it, more emotional than either of them. <laughs> really? Once um... got substituted, ha- ha- having been brought on because he was having a nervous break. Oh, a boy. A Emmanuel Mbue, that's right. So Mbue, Colo Torre, uh, uh, who was the other one again? William Gallas. And who was the left back? Well, I don't know. I'm looking at the team. I think maybe Gallas played left back because there's another set and a half in there. Is there? Is there? Sol, was Sol in the team? No. Sol was gone by then? Sol gone by then, yeah. Uh, Gone by then. Gone to the Priory for a night (laughs) (laughs) out. He's gone I've gone on a hunting trip, hasn't he? Uh, Swiss Swiss International. Oh, Philip Senderoff. No. Johan Juru. Johan Juru. Johan Juru. Johan Juru played in a clean sheet at Old Trafford. In front of the uh, the back four was Flamini? No, the legendary uh, the man they call the wall. We were talking about a minute ago. Oh, Gilberto. Yeah. Gilberto. Yeah, Gilberto. And then, behind Andy Bayor, four midget geniuses. Four <laughs> fantastic. Cazola. No, no, Cazola. No, Cazola. Since 2006. Oh, 2006. Well, Fabregas. Fabregas, yes. 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 Oh, Shavin. No. Uh, Reyes. We've had a lot of midget geniuses. I'll tell you what, you two. Right. <laughs> shit at this. No. <laughs> yeah, we should have asked Absolute you. Absolute You're the sort. You keep this stuff in your head. Yeah. I've got. No, I don't. I'm reading it off a thing. <laughs> yeah, but you would know, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would actually. Arson was very impressed. It's a funny little. Tra- it's a little transition time between. You know the 06 Champions League team and the new and the next generation. Uh, so I'll, 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 I'll tell you, Bentner, Fred Jungberg is it? He's not a midget Bentner. genius. Oh, well, he's, a, he's an enormous <laughs> moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the very opposite of a midget genius. In fact, it's <laughs> everyone's talked to me. And I Okay, I'm going to give you a clue. Go on, then. I'm going to give you their shirt numbers. Oh, well, that, oh, that thank you help. very much. That won't help at all. Here we go. Number go seven. Seven. I don't even... Aaron Rams, no. No. That was, no, no Sam Midgets. Oh, Midgets, that's true. Sammy and Nazari. No. No. Number seven <laughs> looks famously like a lesbian. Rosiski. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> no, nah, you see, if you said lesbians, that would have been, <laughs> been right in there, wouldn't it? Number 13? Oh, I have not a clue. Uh, not a, I, I'm you just don't thinking... know who wore number 13 in the 06 07 season. <laughs> You're saying it like I should. Lesbian <laughs> based? Uh, yeah. could, is there any lesbian sort of vague? No, nothing no. to do with lesbians. Right. I don't know. We sold him to Barcelona. Kleb. Oh, Alex uh, Dimitri Sombilon. No. Oh, it's Alexander Kleb. Kleb. Yes. Okay. So that was the team. It was uh, Lehman in goal and uh, Ibue, Toure, Juru, and Gallas, Gilberto Silva, then Jugendberg, Rosicki, Fabregas, Kleb, and Adi Bayor. United were top of the league and went on to finish 21 points ahead of Arsenal in the final table. 
Do you know what, I, Keith? I thought he was going to ask us United's team. Oh, well, oh, don't, don't, don't. You I've see, got, well now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see, oh, well done, big mouth. <laughs> well, you're going to help out here, Keith. Go on, then. Coming out of the woods there. Let's do United's team. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. Do not. Oh, no, you'll you be pleased to hear. You're going to I want you to have a guess who came on as a substitute in the second half to replace Wayne Rooney. <sighs> 2006. It's relevant for today's game. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not right now, though. I'm trying to wonder how it's relevant for today's game. But it, was he playing? Firmini today? came on a sub, by the way. You did he? Firmini, yeah. Firmini did come on uh, a sub. The sub, the man who came on uh, mm. to replace. Wayne Rooney was Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Oh, they also yeah. had Cristiano Ronaldo, Paul Scholes and Louis Saha. And we beat that team. We beat that team 1-0. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah. Was it Adebayor scored the goal, didn't Adebayor he? Adebayor scored a goal. Another assist from the legendary God's chess piece. I was, I was somewhere, I was in a, in a bar somewhere with Omid Jalili watching that game. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I don't know why. Did you forget? Yeah, yeah, I know. But, yeah, I, well, we won. That was the last time we won at Old Trafford. In the league. Yeah, yeah. In the league, yeah. We did win there five years ago in the Cup, on the way to winning the Cup. Uh, Danny Welbeck. I was there for that one. That was a brilliant night. That was one of my favourite nights. You know what was brilliant about that night as well? Is that there's nine and a half thousand of us went up on a Monday night to watch that game. And loads of the players after the game said the crowd really helped. The noise that we were making really helped. Well, you know I'm that moment? sure it did. You get well, more fans for the cup, don't you? Yeah, nine and a half thousand. And we made such a racket. And it was great. And Danny scored the winner, didn't he? He did. Fantastic night. He did. We won 2 1. Yeah. In fact, today when Aubameyang scored the pen, he ran over to the to the away corner. <laughs> did he? What did we have? Did, yeah. A dog in there, some kind of. <laughs> <laughs> someone sneaked into the away end. There's a massive cardboard cutout of you, Keith. Yeah, there was. Wow. <laughs> like one of those flags that they pass over people's heads. Yeah. That size. <laughs> Someone's making a fortune out of all those flag things they're putting over the seats, aren't they? Someone's making a fortune. Yeah. Someone that is. is. That is really. It's like Del Boy. That is true, though. Someone now, is. I've had a lot of uh, tweets sent to us. At Not You Bentley is uh, the Twitter feed. Despite our fairly high-profile uh, social media activities in the last week or two, because we had the pleasure of having Arsene Wenger yes. on the show the last two weeks, we still languish below 9,000 followers. In fact... Rather than get more followers, I've had people having Leave. a go at me for being so concerned about the number of followers. And right. they see, these are people, of course, with no sense of humour at all. You so should block them out. Block them. I don't block people, I just ban them from listening. Right. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. But it's been pointed out to me by many people this week that because Arsenal activated Thomas Partey's... Are we calling him Partey? Yeah. Partey. 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 Like Wayne's World? Yeah. It does. It's a bit like Partey. That, That's what he wants. Um, if we're calling him that, because we activated his release course at, at, at 5 to 11 on the last day of the window by putting the money in the bank account of La Liga, yeah. uh, they are given a special dispensation to buy a replacement under La Liga rules. Right. So even though the window's shut, they've gone to Valencia and put, I don't know how much money down the table, 20 mil or something, to get Jeffrey Condogbia. Oh, oh, I saw this. And I yeah. can't believe what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got to let that one go out. I can't let honest. it go. He keeps ping-balling around European football and it comes so it's like a comet. And there it is, it's in the sky. There he goes. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> now he's gonna be at the Wanda Metropolitano for the next yeah. three or four years. He's never gonna play for Arsenal. I, okay, well, we didn't get him, but we got Partey and I'm delighted. Yeah. Uh now I've, someone's written in with an attempt to badmouth. Uh, Bob Wilson, which I'm delighted about. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> really his birthday. We've been trying, desperately trying. So yes, happy birthday, yeah. uh, Bob. Uh, desperately trying to find a, ter- a bad story about Bob um, because it, it seems too good to be true. There aren't any, yeah. There are, and there aren't any. But some and there are Matthew Greenfield's written in on the uh, Tuesday Club podcast at gmail.com. 
is our email address, uh, Bob Wilson was on the radio to talk about Nobby's styles, who had just died. However, Bob couldn't stop talking about himself. He went on about his own dad stopped him signing for Manchester United when he was a youth player, like Nobby Styles. His dad wanted him to get a proper job and he had to go to Loughborough University, implying he missed out on a potentially glorious Manchester United career. The host had to gently guide him back to the subject in hand, <laughs> which was poor Nobby Styles, not Bob. The question, therefore, has to be asked. Is Bob Wilson one of the nicest men in football? In fact, a narcissist. Oh, that's a big thing to throw out. And he sent an audio clip. Well. Just so, what a proof. Uh, How said, long he went off on one. Your interview with Arsene was excellent. Thank you, Matthew. I'm glad you enjoyed it. PPS, I, of course, love Bob Wilson, as we all do. We do you know, know what I suspect We know is, you're only joking. Is that BBC, whoever, have rung Bob up and said, listen, we want to... And Bob's probably going, oh, I don't know nothing about Nobby Styles, but I'll wing it for you. And that's what probably happened, you know. And he's just had to bluff his way in and try to divert. But... Hey, listen, why should every player suddenly know about Nobby Stoles? Nobby Stoles, great player, the, the whole World Cup thing, but I don't know anything personally about him, and I'm sure there's well, you other... you played with him, Keith. Well, no, I didn't, uh, and I refuse to, even to this day. <laughs> well, even more so now. But, uh, but no, so it, Just be carrying him, it, wouldn't yeah, you, really? It was, but he was yeah. a great player. He was so sad just about that, and probably a very nice man. And it's very sad, you know, that he passed away, and, and it's very sad news about... Hearing the news about Bobby Charlton as well, that's 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 uh, very sad. And this thing about... See, what you've done here, Keith, oh. is we were talking about Nobby Styles and you've gone completely off the subject. Yes. Proving, Proving that it can happen. It can happen. In, a, in an effort to prove that the BBC are somehow biased against Arsenal, <laughs> you've gone down some cul-de-sac about elderly <laughs> Manchester United players either dying or suffering from dementia. Yeah, yeah. And now we've got to have a minute silence or something on our podcast. Well, we should do, yes. But we've got to show respect, haven't we? Well, we yeah. to. Anyway, but, look, but anyway uh, go, on, go back to Aaron the Aaron Boyle has emailed me. Uh, as we all know, Bob Wilson <laughs> is a keen fundraiser, as am I, and a keen cyclist also. I appreciate the difficulties a cyclist faces with drivers. I was driving through Milton Keynes. I drove up to a mini roundabout, plenty of those, of course. A double mini, if memory serves. And I was too late on my brakes and also not paying attention. In fact, while sliding over the central area, I was careering too near to a cyclist. The nearer I slid, the more worry I became. And then I remembered hearing on Arsenal.com about Bob Wilson touring the UK on his bike. When I nearly hit him. No! He nearly hit Bob Wilson through terrible driving at a mini roundabout. Bob looked at me. A scowl. Nothing more. (laughs) Well, I think put he's... the window down and I shouted so sorry Bob good luck <laughs> yeah good luck of not bumping into you on a regular basis that would probably be a yeah but I think well, okay. I, th- I think a scowl is justified at the very least I would say so Aaron Boyle also says he met Bob on another occasion he was a mascot and uh, Highbury oh, and scored a penalty past David Seaman Bob was a lovely man and said hello to us afterwards in the players nice. lounge yeah but he's still <laughs> Years later, you tried to run him over. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of evidence about Bob not being a lovely bloke, though, have we, really? He scowled at someone who tried to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that's the least you can expect from someone who's trying to kill you, really. A scowl. I think Bob took it very well under the circumstances. I think he did. Yeah, no. did take it well. Someone sent me, uh, to the tune of Hello Darkness, My Old Friend, a song with uh, five verses in about Ollie Gunnar Schultz and Manchester United. This is the wrong. What? Richard Manville, you've sent that to the wrong podcast. Really? Okay. We're not. We're not that interested in them. Five verses, though. Uh, someone did point out uh, uh, on Twitter, um, Dover Marksman. This is Twitter name. Uh, it seems Bob Wilson hasn't personally gone round thanking every single person who has been wishing him happy birthday. The bastard. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, happy birthday, Bob. We're waiting. <laughs> Where is Azil? Meza Azil. Fans just don't understand. He used to be the man. Now he sits in the stand. He doesn't even sit in the stand, mate. No, no. On his sofa. Bradley Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to play uh, Spot the Commentary? Yes, please. Okay. We've plucked, uh, okay, then. Uh, 
plucked out three goals for you this week. Now, as ever, I will play the commentary. If you feel like you know the opponent and uh, preferably the season and the scorer, but sometimes the score is obvious because they say them. Yeah. Um, then do wave at me and I will come to you uh, after the after the <laughs> Trispy play. I have to be a terrible quiz show. Okay. Uh, what do we so, win? Uh, what do we win? Do we win this? Oh, this lovely set of uh, tables, chairs, or something. Yeah. Well, let's pull back the curtain and see what you've won. Oh, a jet ski. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Ready? Yes. Yeah. There we go. Minute played in injury time. Can Arsenal get number seven? Walcott twisting his way through the defence. He's brought down, isn't he? He keeps going and he scored a hat trick. Theo Walcott is unstoppable at the moment. Go on. It's Newcastle. No. Seven, is it? Seven three. Newcastle. Seven three. That is Theo right. got a hat trick. One of the goals where he fell over, everyone stopped and then he got up and carried on, didn't he? That's he scored. That's it. That was, that was the one. That was the one. He got That's a hat right. in that game. I think he got a couple of assists as well. One of absolutely uh, fantastic performance mm. from Theo, who's currently ripping it up for a very exciting Southampton team. They yeah. did well, didn't they? Doing very well. They nearly yeah. away. Yeah. Good result. Good 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 yeah, they keep getting reminded of losing nine nearly a year ago, but there you are. So there, that's a good one. That's Theo against Newcastle. Yes. Uh, that was in uh, 2009, I think it was. So that's 1-0 to Ian. And... No, it wasn't. 2012-13 uh, season. It was around right. Christmas time. Oh, yes. Was that a season when we blew it in some way? Probably. Oh, thought. we got very close. We were top for months. Were we? And yeah. I don't know, but I'm just guessing. But yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably went the calendar year. If we'd have had the calendar year, we'd have won the title with yeah, those points. Got that some, sort of stuff. Had yeah. some great wins in the Champions League, and eventually <laughs> yep. had our asses handed to us by Monaco. Was someone? It maybe uh, maybe yeah. that was the Monaco. I don't might know. have been. I don't, uh, don't, let's stop. I, I've never seen Alexander so angry <laughs> after a game in my life. Anyway. Okay, here we go. You ready? This is number two. You ready for this? Here we go. Now Howard. Through Dixon, who got to it for Arsenal. Vieira's header, Carla. There's no flag, and it's a Nelka. No catching him. Are you I buzzing you... in? Are you buzzing oh, in, yes, Keith? Yes, I'm going yes. 98 Cup Final. 98 Cup Final. Right. I think you're right, Keith. Very, Do you remember good. that goal? Because I remember you'd gone to the toilet half time to have a load of coke. No, I hadn't. <laughs> Honestly, this is Spurs on my character. Hello. 98 Cup Final. What a great day that was. Great Lovely day. Man of the match. Should have been in the England squad. but uh, Should have been in the England squad. That went to the World Cup That's almost immediately after that. And we won the double that day. We won the double. Nicholas and Elka on to Parlis through board. Smashed it in the corner. Corner. Lovely uh, corner. And the opponents... Newcastle. What a coincidence. Is this a clue for the third one, do you <laughs> oh, think? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, ready is the next one. All right. Is it loud enough? Can you hear it? Well, well it hasn't started yet, has it? So No. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so yeah, you're, a good, you're a technician. It's a good point well made. <laughs> you're as sharp as ever. The ball, Brady, seems to work out all the alternatives and play the best ball nine times out of ten. That's not a bad ball from Ross either to Armstrong. Stapleton's on the far side, so is McDonald. Stapleton! McDonald's! Uh, sorry, is it 5-3 against Newcastle in 1978? 5-3 wow, <laughs> against done. Newcastle <laughs> in 1976. Oh, I was there, I was there though. I was 1976. There. It was uh, a cold evening, it was like a December evening or December something. December the 4th, 1976. <sighs> what a night, and Super and, Matt uh, got a hat-trick. And, and his Matt chest, got a hat-trick. His ch- I remember the, his chest the well. Newcastle was, 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 was it Golden <laughs> Lee had slagged off? McDonald before this match and saying, oh, was it? and he slagged him off, but it's which totally motivated McDonald. He ended up getting an actric, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That was a brilliant night. Well, because of course, we'd signed Super Mac from Newcastle. Was it that summer? The summer of I think it was, yeah, 76, 76 for a third of a million, 333,333 pounds. Is that how much we got him? Yeah, for? that's right. what we should have. We should, we should have put on 333 pounds when we bid for Luis Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly less than Meza Ozil got paid for this week. £433, it would have been... <laughs> well, that would have been yeah, enough. Would have been, at least it would have been funny. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just stupid. 
<laughs> and a pound, yes. And a, You're right. Newcastle 76, like that one. 76, I think you've pinched it there, Stone. Yeah, yeah, I think I might have done. I think I might have done. But I was. Was I at all those games then? I was at all those games. We were all at all those games. I wasn't at the Malcolm McDonald one, no. I was only 10 years old then. Yeah. I think I was down the shops. I, what I remember about that one, <laughs> yeah. uh, a bit of sports report, you know. And you hear, when you're 10 and you hear your team scored five goals, you think that's the most extraordinary thing. And, of course, it was because we didn't yeah. do it very often. Not, <laughs> really. not in 1976, no, certainly oh. not. We just we, we were terrible for a couple of seasons. Then we were starting to get better, weren't we? Starting to get the young kids yes. in. Well, so. Bertie Mee had just left, hadn't he, and Terry Neal had come in. What you just said there, Alan, when you hear that your team is, say, 4-0 up at half-time against Newcastle away from home, you think, <laughs> happy days, tonight's going to go really well. <laughs> in fact, and then you end up on the floor naked, drinking a bottle of wine, you know I mean? It's... <laughs> wasn't how I planned the evening. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Linda wasn't that happy about it either. Really? No, she's got to say it. <laughs> well, there you are. That is uh, spot the commentary. Three goals against uh, Newcastle United. Do you see yes. what I've done there? Yeah, don't know yeah. why. Had a bit don't of a theme why. going, didn't you? I like it. I chose it. them. Yeah. But I did. Uh, there's another one there about Teddy Sheringham. Oh, good. Keep them coming. I love the Teddy ones. Uh, Paul Cole. Hello, Juicy Club. Uh, as Ooh. you read out my mate Tom's Dennis Wise story last week, I thought I'd send you my Teddy Sheringham story. <laughs> I was living in Diggs near Heathrow with a couple of mates. One night, one of the lads called me from Manchester Airport. He was flying down to London and Teddy was in the departure lounge. He'd been filming a question of sport and he was flying back to London with the sprinter John Regis. Me and another lad in the house decided to jump on the, stu- on the tube a few stops to the airport. We took a box of eggs, planning to give Teddy a good reception. Oh, no! <laughs> No. Uh, we, we met my mate and as soon as Teddy and John appeared we followed them to the car park trying not to get spotted we crouched them out on the cars but we lost sight of Teddy we snuck around the car park for another minute or so armed with a handful of eggs just as we were about to give up we noticed a few cars away a guy in a tracksuit staring at us it was John, John Regis he dropped his bag on the floor and took a step forward like he was about to chase us. He was European 200-metre gold medalist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was. Uh, And on the way back to the tube, my mate thought it would be funny to shove me into the ticket barrier, resulting in the egg smashing in my coat pocket. Outstanding. Oh, Oh, that is lads personified there, isn't it, really? Hey, there we go. In hindsight, I think it's a good thing we couldn't find two finely tuned athletes who would no doubt kick the shit out of three weedy teenagers. <laughs> and you know what? You'd have deserved it as well, to be honest. But it's quite admirable to get on the tube with some eggs looking for Teddy Sherry. Where did they get... Would they suddenly got the eggs? What did they nip into a shop? Yeah. Did they have the eggs on them? I don't know. There's a lot of holes in this story to me. Who knows, mate? Right, it's OK. It's too weird, isn't it? <laughs> it is a little weird. It is. I mean, it's sort of ironic they were too chicken to throw the eggs. Oh, now here's a little one uh, from uh, Simon Brawns. Um, he was in the director's box on Boxing Day 2014 that we beat QPR 2-1, who were then managed by Harry Redknapp. And uh, Giroud was sent off for headbutting a QPR player. Can you remember that? I don't remember that. I remember winning 2-1 against uh, QPR. That, hey, that I was... Off. Yeah, I don't he remember. He went to the toilet. Sure. As he, whilst I stood at the urinal, I was joined by Pat Rice on my right and Bob Wilson on my left. If this doesn't end with Bob pissing on his shoes, what's the point of the story? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say. Bob was ranting. What a stupid boy Giroud was for being sent off. Asking Pat how many games he'd miss. During the Christmas period. I can't believe he did that, Pat, he kept saying. They both left, with Bob still ranting and Pat nodding in agreement. I got talking to Bob later on, and he is a very genuine, down-to-earth gentleman. Oh, we know oh, that! no, no! It's not <laughs> Again, what we want. I mean, oh, thanks for writing in, Simon. But, oh, we, we know he's not the nicest man alive. That's... Do you think some players in, uh, deliberately get sent off around the Christmas period? Because that is always a there bit was, suspicious, a isn't there? 
about yeah. someone going, oh, I'm going to miss three games over the Christmas period. What a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do say that has happened. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, Nobody has ever admitted it, have they? I'm also worried slightly about this whole thing, that somebody will provoke Bob Wilson in some way, <laughs> just to make him be, just go, go well, on, tells him to F off. Nearly ran him over. <laughs> That didn't work. It's not enough. <laughs> okay, there's one more sharing and one. Go on. There's one more sharing and one from Jeff Israel of uh, West Hampstead, uh, of course. Uh, I have always had a healthy loathing of Teddy Sheringham. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, which was amplified by the fact that prior to the semi-final replay, he was the only United player on their coach who didn't ignore us when we gave them a welcome, but instead flicked us multiple Vs. Fair yeah. enough, perhaps. <laughs> Yeah, I had the displeasure of seeing him at a casino in the West End. He and I were playing in a poker tournament. Before it started, I heard him tell someone how much he disliked Arsenal a lot. But more interestingly, he said to someone else who wasn't a footballer, don't tell Pards I'm here tonight. He was a a West Ham player at this time. The unknown gentleman was seated at my table and small talk began. The subject turned to football, and I lied. I said I was a huge Palace fan, and that Alan Pardew was my hero. (laughs) (laughs) The gentleman took the bait and said Pardew was one of his best mates. I proceeded to beg him for the legend that is Alan Pardew's number on the pretense that I wanted to reach out to my all-time hero. I hope my ruse may work, whereby I would then be able to take a surreptitious photo of Sheringham at (laughs) 2am. I like the way you're thinking, mate. I do. Sadly, however, <laughs> unknown man simply promised me he would tell Pards all about my love for him, and this actually made me feel sick. I shall never email you again. <laughs> <laughs> it could have gone so well, couldn't it, that? And it it's ended people, up going so badly. It's people try, foiled and trying to stitch up Sheringham. <laughs> They're not just foiled, it actually works out worse. I met this bloke who's a massive fan. <laughs> Because they hate him. Yeah. Oh, well, fair enough. I wonder, He's eminently hateable. Like good how, poker player. Yeah, how did the card game end? Could you, you know, tweet in next no, time? No details. Oh. No details. You don't get the given. details. You're looking for context, Keith. No details given about oh, the poker right. tournament. It would have been nice, right. you know, if uh, Teddy won or lo- lost a shed load of money. or you know. Yeah, would have been would have been good. <laughs> but it's a good story. So, a good story. Sorry yeah. about that. Sorry to right. let you down. Let you down. No, you haven't. Alan. See, he let us down. <laughs> Israel let us down. <laughs> Well, not the entire country, just that one section of Israel. That one bloke. Don't get involved. <laughs> now, gentlemen, uh, we play Mulder. Uh, we've got two home games this week. We are gutted. Now we're in lockdown again. Oh, and don't. Why are they left it too late to have the lockdown? There's thousands of people infected with a wretched virus because they would because that's because they didn't want to do it when Keir Starmer thought that was a good idea. No. Oh no, we can't do it then. Then oh no, we must. Oh, it's idiots running the place. So now we're in lockdown. So. Uh, Mulder and Aston Villa at home uh, next Sunday. We play Aston Villa. Emmy Martinez in goal. He's shipped seven goals in two games. The wheels have slightly come off there. Yes, not, the team that beat Liverpool 7 2 has now lost to Leeds and, and Southampton heavily. Um, so we're expecting either a 0 1 or a 1 0. And uh, hopefully we'll beat Mulder and. Uh, you know, cruising through that group, aren't we? I mean, well, we are, and we will cruise through that group, and that's fine. The Europa League doesn't get going to the quarterfinals, does it? But you know, we got a chance in that competition, and um, hmm. I hope we win it. It'd be lovely. Yeah. Do you reckon we'll actually get out there to see the where's, final? Where's the well? Where's the final? Gdansk. Where's the final? It's this in Poland. Where it should Where? be Gdansk. Yeah. yeah. Right. Gdansk. Mm. Okay. Well, I, well, I've never been. It might be quite fun to go, but why we'll would see. You go to get out. Unless you were a trade union activist well, in the eighties. Yeah. Oh, I remember Lech Wałęsa and all that. I've been I mean, over there. Been there with Corbyn, probably. <laughs> I'm sure Poland's got a lot to offer. <laughs> Poland's, yeah, I'm sure it has. I'd love. Yeah. It, wouldn't it? Listen, it's easier to get to than Baku, isn't it? Yeah. But then you know, Mars is easy to get to. Than Baku. It is definitely. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, let's hope. Let's hope it's uh, let's hope it's us. Well, gentlemen, what a marvelous day we have defeated uh, Manchester United. I was going, I was nearly in that moment as I as I said that, nearly went and checked the uh, Tottenham Brighton score. Don't but I haven't. You see, 
No, no. I didn't no. do it. As long as you don't look, they're losing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That tree in the forest thing. If you don't know the score, they're still losing. Uh, if Tottenham score a goal and you haven't seen anything about it, did it really happen? Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. No. It's right. It's like a Catholic scoring for Rangers. Or a black man scoring for England in the 80s. Or that as well. It's yes. Just on the fan thing, you know, when we go back, have they been cleaning that place? You know, because I get this horrible feeling when fans are let back in, there's going to be cobwebs everywhere, there's going to be bird droppings everywhere. It's going to be like horrible. <laughs> Do you think? Do you know what I mean? It's, you know, it's going to be like rat infested. You know, it's like it's just some horrible place that's been let go. I mean, it was on the slide when we was there, wasn't it? The roof used to leak. So... I imagine they'll, uh, they'll get a broom out. Do you reckon? You reckon? <laughs> I would yeah, hope I imagine so. they'll run a duster over there. Do you reckon they'll go to the stand and say, listen, we need five new brooms? He goes, five? Five brooms? Yeah. We'll get you a second-hand broom. <laughs> I've heard he's taken all the seats out and he's installed them in his new, new stadium in uh, California. Well, I hope they like a lot of Hey, broom. you guys, you're not using these seats. <laughs> yeah. I hear you're not using the seats. Uh, and the, and the uh, US election, for, before we leave, uh, who would you like to win? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> you know, let me. Do you know what? It's too. I, I don't like to be shocked with questions like that. Let me think. Do you about know, it Sky News the other Come. night said uh, America has never been so divided. I thought, well, there was that time the American Civil War, but they shot each other for four years. Fair point, Keith. Don't like to be pedantic, Sky. Oh, hang on a minute. It's <laughs> yeah. Something. Never been so divided. <laughs> That's a, they swear to God, they actually said yeah. that. America's never been so divided, apart from four years shooting at each other. Oh, Civil War. Yeah. Oh, yes, now we're heading into lockdown. Uh, this would be a good point to say to our listeners, if you haven't watched the documentary series about the American Civil War, do so in uh, lockdown. You'll thank me. The Ken Burns version you're talking about. Yes. yes. It's only t- I yes. haven't watched it. It's 26 episodes. It's, oh, it's excellent. Okay. Excellent. And America has never been more divided than it was, <laughs> sure than it was in 1861 or whatever it was. All right. Lovely. All right, lads, have a good week. You too. Ta-da. And you, ta All right, lads, I'm going to go and um, have, you, have, a, good, have a nice dinner. Yeah, you, Get the thought got, of Keith. What have you got for tonight? I've got uh, meatballs, meatballs. Keith. <laughs> meatballs, smoothly shaved. 